What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Post to Post podcast. This week's episode is episode 24. With me, as always, is my co-host, Matt Small. You've been enjoying the weather lately? Oh, my God. It's getting better and Beautiful better Beautiful out, out there. there, isn't it? It's nice. I have to do my lawn so desperately. Yeah, I don't have to do that. I, uh, I Also, with the weather turning, I got an incentive at work. I got a three-day golf trip down the Cape. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. I'm playing golf with the Guinness guys, <laughs> and now that I have Emma here, I don't have any time to go to the driving range or like warm up, so I'm going to look like crap out there. Do you even have a set? Yeah, I got three sets over there, remember? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, remember I was showing you them, and you were oh, like, yeah, oh, you don't right. have any lefties. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because I'm yeah. a lefty. Yep. Wow. So I'm really looking Damn. forward to that. So it's a Thursday to Saturday trip, so I get like, it's Thursday night, and then we leave Saturday morning, so I get a free day off of work, too, which is sick. That's awesome. Yeah. What part of uh, the Cape? It's in Harwich. It's called, I think it's Wacoset, Wacoset, okay, yeah. something like that. Yeah, something like that. And my wife's Cape house is actually like 20 minutes from there. So I asked if like her and the baby could stay at the resort. And they were like, I've never had someone ask if like a baby can come on the trip. So <laughs> I'll see. But I, I don't plan on that happening. So I'll just Uber back to the Cape house and not stay at the resort. But <laughs> That's in, like going on like a guy's night out and be like, hey, can I take my baby yeah, with me? Yeah, but it's not like I don't want to bring her or the baby to the things. It's just I want them to stay in the to room be with me there, yeah. so that I can do like the overnight feeds. You right, know? exactly. Because I can't just be like, all right, don't go away for three days. See, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> so really looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be great. Um, in other news, we got the playoffs starting up soon. We don't have an exact date yet. No, nothing but, yet. Uh, let's take a look at the divisions before we dive into that. Let's do it. Uh, the Central Division, we have the Hurricanes, Lightning, and Panthers all clinched one, two, three seed. Mm-hmm. The Predators are on the outside looking in still, technically, with the Stars right. on their heels. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. I don't think the Blackhawks. No, the Blackhawks can't catch them statistically. They're they're done. Right. So that's why I've been so interested in the Nashville Dallas because yep. I'm like, so the Predators have two games left. And if they lose both of those and Dallas wins all three of theirs, Dallas will take it. Right. Uh, but if they get any overtime points, I think da- Dallas can't catch up. I think. Something like that. Something so like that. So the East is already locked up. Penguins, Capitals, Bruins, Islanders are your four. Mm-hmm. In the West, we have the Golden Knights, the Avalanche, the Wild, and the Blues are the only team that hasn't locked hasn't up locked yet. Up. Yep. Uh, I think they just need it's, – it's so weird looking at this math. The Coyotes have two games left. Yeah. So like, there's no way they're gonna catch. They up. can't. They statistically can't. They so can only the get hell four is points. So St. Louis gonna like? I, I don't. I don't get it. They've oh, much... the Kings have five games left, and they're at 48 points. If they win all those, they'll have 58 points, and that would pass the Blues. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Got Same it. thing with the Sharks. But they're not going. So yeah. that's it. And then in the North, Maple Leafs, Oilers, and Jets are locked in. Uh, the Canadians are hanging on. They got 57 points. Uh, the only reason I don't think that they're eliminated is because of the Flames with. 47. Yeah, yeah. They're 10 points ahead mm-hmm. of the Flames. Mm-hmm. So the Flames have to win all five of their games left on the season to mm-hmm. tie the Canadians, and right. then they would go to a tiebreaker, right. I think. And the Canadians have three games left. So the Canadians just have to win a game. Canadians have to win a game, and Calgary has to lose a game. And I think that's it. No, e- or even, either way. Yeah. Either way. It's just Canadians right. have to win a game. Right, 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 right. right, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, wow. It's basically locked up. That's pretty nice. Right. Yeah. Um, so with that, I'm going to dive into the little notes that I found on how it's going to look for the playoffs. So four teams will advance out of the second round into the Stanley Cup semifinals. So with that said, each division plays two rounds in their own division, one versus four, two versus three. And the winner from each division, which will leave four teams left, will all go to a new reseeded format of one through four, where one plays four and two plays three. There's no preset Eastern and Western Conference final in this Stanley Cup finals. So that's how it's going to look. It's just... Whoever has the most regular season points is first seed, and they'll play whoever has the least. That's so weird. It, it is, but there was like really no other answer for it. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of talk about 
people wanting to see the NHL go back to one verse 16 and two yeah. verse 15. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. It'd be like a big bracket. It'd be random, you know? Yeah. Well, especially for the teams that, like, haven't played. Like, you've only played each other in the division. You only yeah. play teams in the division. So, like, to just jump in and be like, I, I, we'll say, like, St. Louis versus, I don't know, who would they play? Like, uh, like Boston or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's... I don't know. I think that'd be weird for both. Like, you, you would just never know what to expect. Like, but I think it would be good for the game because then you could see St. Louis play someone that they don't have a rivalry with, a team that, right. you know, a new fan base is looking to grow, things like that. There was talk a while ago about them bringing the bubble back for the playoffs, and the I haven't heard anything on that. Probably since. not now that vaccines are becoming so readily available. Yeah. I would assume that eventually these pro athletes are going to be able to get them and get then them. it won't even be a worry. Oh, yeah, maybe. But looking at actual dates for playoffs to start, today is May 7th. This episode's dropping for you on May 10th. Right. The first date that we could see playoff action would be May 13th. The Central seems likely to be the first division to start playoff play on that date. The East could follow on the 14th and the West on the 16th. And the reason they have these dates set is because they want three days of rest time after the regular season before they start playoff games. Mm-hmm. And then given the difference in time and that the North might not start playoffs until the 20th or 21st, it would make sense for the Central to start a few days after the 13th to tighten it up. Right. So we're looking at probably closer to like the 20th or the 19th for For everyone to really get going, yep. So hopefully we'll be able to drop another episode before the playoffs start. Right. But we'll see. That's the goal. That's the goal here. Um, I don't know, man. I guess we're going to find out, you know, what they're actually going to do. It's just... I could have swore like they're gonna like the bubble doesn't seem that bad of an idea, but the fact that they're not gonna do it, you're right. The vaccine is coming mm-hmm. out, but um, I don't know. It's this, not a bad this, idea to the fans, but the players, fuck that. The players, but like, yeah, I don't do want to do that shit. Yeah, I don't There's know. No reason to either. I'm already seeing and playing hockey all season long. Right. It's made issues and bumps over the road, but they've all gotten through it. Other than what looks like Vancouver is having a tough stretch with it. I, yeah, exactly. Like, I think who's it? Kuznetsov is the only one right now in COVID protocol that I could think of. I'm sure there's someone else, but, like, the COVID protocol list has really shrunk. Yeah. Uh, now the only people out really are just injured players. Yeah. So it, It'll be cool next week to see, too, once these top four teams are locked in for each division to see how we made out on the playoff predictions and maybe adjust and see if we can make new playoff predictions based right. on how we know, now that we know how the format's going to look. Right, you know? exactly, exactly. But, yeah. So, interesting. And yeah, wait. we'll definitely talk more about this next week or uh, next Monday for you guys when we drop when we drop episode mm-hmm. twenty five. We'll definitely have more on that because I'm sure throughout this week too. I'm sure there'll be more information coming. I out think you said you want to do a goaltending dive too, right? For next, yeah. Week. So goalie goalie got yeah. I want to do a goalie dive because goalies are going to be huge. They're huge in the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. you need like good goaltending in the playoffs and. So I wanted to go through all the teams that are going to be in the playoffs, what the goaltending tandem is like, and talk about stats and everything, and just kind of go for that. Like, good topic of conversation for every division. Uh, Freddie Anderson was the one that kind of popped out because uh, Freddie Anderson, they threw him down in the Marlies this week. Uh, he lost. He just, I guess, I guess he's trying to, like, really shake the cobwebs off. But I don't know. Is Freddie Anderson, like, the guy anymore for, like, Toronto? No. Jack can't. I mean, you always play the hot hand, and that's just what it is. So. Right. Freddie Anderson's going to have to bounce back and prove himself that he's better than Jack Campbell, and it's David Riddick, right? Yep, it's David Riddick and Jack Campbell. And there's no third name? I think there's a third name on there. There's a third it? name on there, and I can't remember who. Yeah. Uh, but either oh, way. Eric Comrie, I think. I think he's a third. Yeah, could either be way. Absolutely wrong, but we'll be talking Anderson's going to have to prove himself. Yeah, he's going to have to. You know, no, it's funny. We talked about Anderson, and while I was doing, um, while I was doing the notes – 
Oh, my God. What team? Oh, is uh, Washington Capitals. When I was doing the notes for, like, the third goalie, Craig Anderson is still the third goalie for Washington. Yep. I'm like, Taxi we squad. talked about that? I'm like, yeah. what the hell has he been doing all season? A couple games, didn't he? he I think I, that's all he did. I, I can pull up his stats. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember him playing at all this season. So he's kind of just like, he went to the Taxi squad. He signed that one deal coming back with Washington. I still remember that. <clears throat> I still remember that week texting you because that was when Henrik Lundqvist went out. You're like, what the hell is Washington going to do? And we're like, oh, Phoenix Copley. Like, easy go. And then all of a sudden this VTech Vanacek dude comes up, and you're like, whoa. So he ended up playing three games, started one game. He's 1-1-0. Okay, so he's only kind of back. Yeah, that's right. Yep. 8-8-1 save percentage, 2-7-9 goals against. So better off with the other guys. Right, exactly. I don't know. It is what it is. I was just I was just funny because I saw Craig Anderson. Totally forgot he even existed in the league. I was like, holy shit! Uh, it's well, kind of crazy how quickly he fell out, out of. You know, it was nuts, man. Like he was huge in Ottawa. Yeah, like, big guy. Recently uh, too, like yeah. three years ago, I would say. Like remember the him and like Andrew Hammond. Yeah, yeah, that was Hamburglar. Like that, those two were great. And now he kind of fell off too, Andrew he, Hammond. Yeah. Um, uh, Hammond is in uh, Minnesota now because I've been watching. Um, what's that Minnesota YouTube? Uh, something wild. I think you said becoming in, the, into wild. the wild, right? No, becoming the wild. And they had a thing with uh, all the goalies, and Andrew Hammond was part of it. And you're just like, he was talking about Ottawa and uh, how how the Hamburglar came to be. He goes, the Hamburglar came to be like way before like the NHL. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that's it. All right. <laughs> he just he had his time, and that was it. Yeah. So weird. Uh, speaking of goalies that definitely has their time and still having their time, want to get into Flurry? Yeah. So Flurry uh, took third spot in most wins by goaltenders in the NHL this week. Mark Andre Flurry um, has 490 all-time wins, which I think did it go up this week? I, I put this up Wednesday, so unless they won, oh Robin Leonard, no, sorry, Robin Leonard was in that, so no, so no, okay. so 490 all-time wins so far. In second place is Patrick Waugh with 551. Did and he get a win this week? For who? Flurry? Waugh. Why would Patrick Waugh get a win this week? <laughs> just, just what's, what's in that bed, buddy? Just testing you, man. Jesus. You got baby brain, buddy. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> and in number one place is Marty Bordeaux with 691 wins. No one is touching that. No, I don't think so. Nobody's yeah. touching Especially that. Especially where. The, the new style of the NHL is to have two like a tandem goal yeah goaltender, right you know I, I I can't even picture a goalie right now that's like gonna come even fucking close to that no like, yeah the, like the NHL is gonna fall and collapse like the fucking Roman Empire and Brodo is still gonna be sitting there in first place I think so unless it reverts to this is our guy and he's our number one and that's it but I don't I can't picture that I, I can't either that's insane how like we we witnessed one of the best goalies in like the league yeah Marty Brodeau I, I wish. I wish I was a little bit older to like you know appreciate, appreciate it, it more, yeah. but it is what it is, dude. Just you gotta appreciate what we have now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you want to get into the Savannah Kane situation? Yeah, it's not looking too good for him, huh? No, I don't know. We talked about him. Uh, one of our original episodes, yeah, right? early on. Well, like, it was at the very beginning of the fourth, season that this fifth? came out. Yeah, he didn't think he was gonna play for the Sharks, right? But he's still playing. So, uh. He filed for bankruptcy earlier this season with two sorry twenty six point eight million dollars in total debt, 
Uh, Kane was borrowing money from the Centennial Bank, Zions Bank Corporation, and South River Capital, which weren't going to be paid back. Uh, Kane was caught by a professional bank claiming Kane was in default and had deals where the bank were going to be paid directly by the Shocks organization. Imagine going to a bank and be like, yeah, the Shocks organization is going to be paying this off. Like, how do you get... I'm assuming there's got to be something that says, hey, yeah, that, that works. No, it's basically kind of like when you owe money to... I don't know who, like the IRS, let's say. I don't know. But you owe that money, and they'll go to your employer and be like, we're taking this percentage of his paycheck every week to pay oh, off the yeah, debt. Oh, yeah, that US. makes sense. And that's what they're doing with, with oh, this. Oh, gotcha, that makes sense. I, I So he has no choice but to pay them because right. it's coming out before he even looks right. at his check. <clears throat> when I read that, I had a total different mindset. I thought it was Randy K and B, like, oh, the Shocks are going to pay you. Not oh, me. that's funny, yeah. That's, that, was my, <laughs> that was my thought. <clears throat> so... Uh, with that said, professional bank is suing Kane for $15 million plus attorney fees for defrauding or illegally obtaining money by deception. Uh, the lending and the process of securing a $1.5 million loan. So that's what he was That's what he was doing, and they, they caught him with wow. that. Uh, professional bank claims Kane revoked the automatic payment that was to be paid by the Shocks organization. Uh, so far, Evander Kane is writing a seven-year, $49 million deal with the Shocks that he signed in 2018. So, with that said, probably all that money is fucking gone. Yeah, it's pretty much all spent if he's that much in debt and he's not paying it back because that means if, I don't know what year of the contract he's in, but he has the seven mil that he's going to make this year over the span of this year. So, he's signed in 2018, so so he's in the third year of the seven year, so he's got five more, sorry, four more years. In my eyes, being that much in debt, I would basically look at it like, okay, I I need to complete my contract for these seven years in order to pay off my debt. Right, for you know, sure. Because he's he's you said twenty eighteen. Let's shave two years off of that, so it's a thirty five million dollars that he's going to make, and he's in debt twenty six point eight. So he's got seven mil to live with. How will he fare? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if only I had seven mil. Holy <laughs> shit! It sounds actually it sounds bad when you go from like all that money to like just like single digits. But when you talk about like we just did, you'd be like, no, dude, I would take that seven mil and just run. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like you have to change your spending habits and everything. And like, I don't know. I wouldn't even get that far in debt, obviously. But I don't get people. I don't get people who do. Like we talked about. Uh, it's impressive how they even do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's crazy. Like, how do you get that bad? Yeah. It's all. I mean, we talked about him being like flash with his money and like constantly betting. So like, it's that. So I guess you get into like a betting routine, but. At one point, you'd be like, dude, I'm losing, like, yeah. millions of dollars. Like, I, I can't be doing this. But, like, that's the cycle of betting is, all right, if I hit this one, then I'm a little bit closer to being back to square. Right, and right. you hit every once in a while, but then you're sinking yourself deeper and you don't even right, realize. Right, right, right. It's like- uh, That's why the loan sharks keep giving him the money because it's like, he's fucked. He's going to have to pay us eventually. Yeah, right. Damn. Yeah, it's like when people say, like, oh, I won it on a scratch ticket or I won doing something. And they're like, yeah, but how much money did you lose to get that money? Right, like, right. It's, it's more than you think. Um. So, I don't know. Hopefully, Kane gets his head out of his ass with this. Kind of sucks to see. It's good to see that he's still playing, though. I didn't think that he was going to end up playing the year when this first came out. I thought he was done. <laughs> what, he gonna, he's going to work at Home Depot? Yeah. He said he wasn't going to. He's like, I might not play this year because of all because this. Because of all this shit going which on. Which doesn't make sense, honestly. No. Because, like, you should work and get that money. Oh, yeah, know? for sure. Ugh. Rough. Um, so, actually, I have a follow-up. We're going to move on to uh, another topic that we talked about last week. Uh, I would talk about the Utica Comets and New Jersey. 
So what came out this week that the Utica Comets, or now the Utica Devils, have signed a 10-year deal with the New Jersey Devils. Uh, the move came after Vancouver wanted to move their AHL affiliate team, which was the Utica Comets, closer to home, and they intend to move them to Abbotsford, British Columbia for the 21-22 season. Under the deal with Vancouver and Utica Comets, this is kind of to explain how uh, the AHL affiliate and NHL teams, they, uh, that's how this is how they work. So the Canucks own the franchise and supply the players while Robert Esch and the Mohawk Valley Garden are responsible for the business side. So that's kind of what we're having, like, difficulty kind of figuring out with the uh, Binghamton Devils. Remember, we're like, how does that work? But yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, this is definitely a way for NHL teams to get their affiliate teams closer to their home. The only two teams that I've found uh, now with affiliates far away is the St. Louis Blues with the Springfield Thunderbirds and Springfield Mass here. And the Tampa Bay Lightning with the Syracuse Crunch in New York. So maybe those will be the two teams that we'll be seeing move. I would hope so. That's that's pretty far to go. That's all the way across the country, and then and then all the way, all the way north. up the country. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We might definitely be seeing them. I Springfield Thunderbirds have been around forever. I'm thinking about it. And Syracuse Crunch too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, these teams want their they they need their guys, their backup guys, to be close. Like, we, we talked about last week how uh, Worcester Shocks and San Jose. Like, if you need that guy to be, like, there, like, the next day. Yeah, like, but the, hey. the main issue with it is the life of the AHL players. They don't get the fancy jets and planes they to travel. Don't. So when you spread them out and get them closer to their NHL teams, you're making them take a bus all the way from, you know, Tampa Bay up to New York. Right. When they had it before, when all these AHL teams were, like, kind of clustered in, like, yeah. Minnesota, here's this region, and then here's the Northeast, here's the Canadian region. Right, right, right. Now we only have three different places to go between, yeah. kind of, three big areas, but... Yeah, they don't have those fancy jets or the, you know, the So I don't know. Buses. I mean, I, I imagine the AHL is getting more money as the years go on. Obviously not this year, but no. the sport's growing, and I would hope to see that the situation for the players could get better. I, I hope so. It, like, what well, we just talked about the how the AHL team is going to handle the business. And as a business sense, you're going to be like, hey, like, the team we face is, like, four states, like, away. Like, we need – and we play them literally tomorrow. Like, we need some money to get us, like, a, a plane or something just to, you know, get us to and forth like that. Four place. hours on the bus. Have fun. See ya. Yeah, right. There's your business decision. Yep. See you later. Get – Leave the leave the game early. You want to make it to the show? Good luck. <laughs> get on the bus. <laughs> Pack your shit after the second period of the last game and get your ass going. <laughs> I, I don't know. So that's weird, man. Now, now that you brought that up, I'm like, holy shit, that's rough. Yeah, it's it's a lot more than just how it works for the NHL teams. It's, right. It's the it's AHL guys so grinding different. it out. Like it, it's like it's a climb all the way to like the AHL, and then like from the AHL to like the NHL is just this, it's this huge gap where I just like I was taking a bus, now I'm getting paid millions of dollars. I'm taking like a flight. I can own a Lamborghini. A the, the skill gap is also there though. Because it's, it's insane. The jump from the East Coast and all these other leagues to get to the A isn't as big as the A to the NHL. No, it's no. much harder. The the roles are filled and they're filled for a reason and. You have to wait for someone to fall off the wagon in the NHL to even get your shot to get right. hurt, things like that. Well, like we we see it, uh, we see the gap in uh, men's league when we get guys who played like college or uh, we've seen I've seen guys who play for like OHL, AHL shit, and like you could just tell by the way they skate. Like 
one stride and like they're down the ice. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like they make yeah. it look so easy. And that's that's how you can tell like the gap compared to like someone like the OHL who's just like, you know, just skating down and compared to like one guy who could just like push off and yeah, just fly right for sure. by you. For sure. So uh, interesting shit because it was a good follow-up especially because I think I, when we were talking about this last week, I was like, this is all like just topic of conversation i guess like what if like it, like it could be but the fact yeah, your that research it, like nailed it yeah yeah, you know, yeah the dive that you did try good. to jump jump into it so hopefully oh man you know i was gonna post i, I am gonna post it's, it's monday you guys are probably gonna see it on instagram i i took the i took the clip of you just shitting on new jersey oh week. you're a savage dude. i was gonna put it up and i'm like oh my god this should be like a compilation of us just like dusting everyone. Dusting everyone. I've shit on Boston. You shit on New Jersey. You hit Canada once. Oh, I hit I hit Quebec. Oh, yeah, Ottawa. No, we didn't shit on. Well, we, we shit, shit on, on Ottawa as a team. We shit on Detroit as a team. Team. I'm sure I I'm sure we I talked shit about Atlanta because remember we were talking about Atlanta Thrashes. I'm sure I'd be like I don't oh, think we did, but we could save that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no city safe. But the best part about it is Utica is New York, right? Right. So they were smart enough not to put their AHL team in New Jersey because. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. I'm gonna go get a beer. <laughs> so, imagine like a city trying to cancel us. <laughs> like New Jersey's after this <laughs> podcast with 52 subscribers. Uh, so anyway, to bounce back from that, <clears throat> 16-year-old Taya or Taya Curry might be making history. Uh, Taya Curry is a goaltender for the AAA under-16 Elgin Middlesex Chiefs. Uh, she'll be following the OHL draft in early June to see how many of her chief teammates are selected, and there's a chance she could be too. Uh, her name has already popped up in conversation with teams and scouts around the league that are in the process of finalizing their draft list. No female has ever been picked in the history of the league's priority selection. Uh, she's been playing AAA hockey since the minors, and teammates and other players have said they wouldn't be surprised if she was picked in the draft. Her role model is Shannon uh, Zabados, right? That's what we came with. Uh, who was the first woman to play in the WHL. So she's looking up to another woman breaking... Uh, breaking, what am I trying breaking to say? a barrier? Breaking a barrier, yeah. Uh, she still has options to stick with uh, playing with the boys for another few seasons and pursue NCAA offers. Uh, definitely excited to see what happens here. We, I mean, I feel like we talk about women hockey the past, I don't know, five episodes or so, yeah, it's, but it's, it, it's way more common now. It, yeah, it's way more, yeah, way more common. I'm loving seeing this. Uh, it's different too. Like, I don't know, like, under, you see like a 16 year old kid, like, boy get drafted you're like oh that's cool but like to see like a 16 year old girl especially goalie on like an all boys triple uh, a team you're like holy shit so is that yeah, would more be cool. common more common to what it, it, like is that female common too like a female goalie or a female player with like a group of like boys yeah i, th I think so because there's not a lot of youth like i don't know girls hockey girls like hockey, there is yeah. probably around here because of where we are but yeah. If you think about it, there's probably not. They would probably have to because there's not a lot of uh, – there isn't any, I don't think, around here, women's football, like no. like American football. Right. And there there was – when I was growing up, there was a girl on our team. Huh. So I think it's the same situation there, but like anywhere else. But here we have a, a strong have girls' a strong, youth hockey program. Right. Uh, pretty cool too. Matt actually picked up a jersey right behind us. That is the um, Elgin Middlesex Chiefs jersey. <laughs> <laughs> 
One of the Hanson brothers plays yeah. for him. <laughs> but uh, it, it was kind of surprising to me, too, seeing Shannon Zabados and not the goaltender from the Tampa Bay Lightning that played. Oh, uh, Megan uh, Rumi, something like that? Rome, yeah, yeah. Rome, I think yeah. that's how you say it, I forget. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I kind of expected her to be the role model there. Right. That's pretty funny. But, yeah. I think because uh, Shannon's more, um, like, now era. Yep, yep. So Definitely. She might not even know. I'm sure she does. But. I'm sure she does. Yeah. Because uh, Shannon played for uh, Team uh, Team Canada. Damn. She did good. Damn. So, uh, so yeah, that's interesting. I mean, oh, also, again, too, like, uh, Sticky Socks and – was it Mass Hockey League also had, like, a women's yep, team, Yep, Mass too? Hockey definitely had a women's league. I and, like, to thinking. the point where, like, so we have a mass goalie list, I think we've already talked about, where we get emails and stuff looking for goalies. And it's big hair to the point where, like, you'll get emails from that league that says just female goalies only. Like, they don't care. Yep, like, yep. like, no, we have female goalies out there. We want female goals only. Well, hit. it's also a requirement. You can't have a man play in the, a man play in the women's league. Because there oh, are certain leagues that are women's leagues, and you, okay. you, we couldn't play. You can't do Same it. way that there's forty plus, fifty plus, sixty plus leagues. You can't play if you're eighteen, twenty. Oh, know? it's interesting. Because yeah. I've played with like women. I have too. Like yep. Women's. Yep. Oh, interesting. There are, are co-ed teams like my uh, Silky Mitts team that I've had the jersey up for. They have three women on the team. Oh, wow. And one of them is the the other goalie that I split the season with because mm-hmm. I've been on way too many teams at one time. <laughs> so I told her. I remember we could, we that could you had like five teams at one yeah, point. Yeah, it was absurd, but it was fucking awesome. I used to text be like, hey, like. I have two games at the same time, two different mm-hmm. rinks. Can you play for me? I'm like, yeah, yep. sure. The best, though, was when they scheduled me back-to-back. I would email the league sometimes and be like, hey, I play for this team and this team. If you write the schedule, you can set me up to have back-to-backs if you want. And I would play two hours. Oh, that's awesome. So I would get right that off works, the ice and go right That works the, perfect. Yeah, it was great. That works beautiful. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, so when I first... The hardest part about that, actually, sorry to interrupt, is picking where you go to drink beers after. <laughs> you go to that team, this team, you know? Everyone has their, everyone has their go. The be- actually, the best... Um, I have a photo of it that I think I'll put it. I think I found it. Someone had uh, the roller. Um, Paint roller? No, no. The roller. Um, a what foam am I roller. trying to say? The igloo. Um, cooler. Put up? The cooler. Why the fuck? Anyway. But anyway, it's shaped like a Zamboni. Yeah, my buddy has that. You have that one too? I think it might have been my team. Was it? Maybe you filled for them because he, he brought it every game. It was amazing. The thing's hilarious. I had to like, yeah. take it forward. Like, this is the best it's thing ever. It's beat to shit now, though. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you like I can't have beers after a game? Like It fucks yeah, me up. Yeah, you told me that on this on the show before. But everyone does. Like I've seen guys like, chug beers. Best and thing I'm in like, the world. Ugh. Uh, one thing, too, that I really like. Uh, my buddy is the captain of the Crusaders, a team around here. And they're... What do they do? They do like a player of the game. And they give them the like a Crusader helmet, like a legit one. And they have to take a photo of themselves somewhere with it on throughout the week. <laughs> and the photos they came up with were so funny. They're hilarious. No, that's a men's league. What are they in, like, strip clubs and shit? Just like, hey. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's brutal. Oh, um, that reminds me. I, there used to be a uh, – is it the Glass Slipper? I think it is. Jesus that's Christ. Are getting in the strip talk? No, no, no. There used to be a team that used to go in, like, the Stinky Sox, like, spring breakaway tournament and the, um, the fall they, – they had, like, two tournaments – in the summertime, and they were sponsored by I think the Glass Slipper awesome. from like Boston. I'm like, how did you do? Like, did you walk in? And be like, hey, we're a hockey team. You might sponsor. Yeah. Get, they get a discount. Like, they get a, a nickel off every dollar they throw. They have like a loyalty card for the team. <laughs> Just throwing change. We're like, we have a discount. <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, so uh, just one more thing before. So the best thing I saw, too, which I thought was great because we're talking about women's hockey, is that when I was playing for Sticky Socks back, way back in the day, 
We used to do this 5 o'clock or 5.30 game in Quincy. It used to be fucking great, man. It was every Saturday, most chill, just, like, relax. Everyone knew each other, so it was just a fun. But I had, uh, a, uh, sorry, a husband and a wife that played together all the time, and I thought that was, like, the best thing ever, That's man. pretty cool. It was so great. Like, she would get the puck, and the guys would just be, like, falling and just, like, letting her get to me. And, like, I tried to, like, pad stack to, like, let Savage. her get by me, so... It was great, man. I, I love I love seeing women try to get in, into like the sport here. It's great. I like to see older people starting at a young age. Uh, no, sorry, older people picking it up at at a, at a older age than usual. Right, right, I like right. To see that? That's cool. They're like, yeah, I've been wanting to do this forever, and I finally just like did it. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. Good for you. It's a lot longer of a way to fall when you're a full adult too. So <laughs> it's easier to learn as a kid because you fall and you're like, uh, it doesn't really hurt that bad. But yeah. then when you start learning as an adult, you're like, Jesus Christ, this sucks. Fuck yeah. All right, so let's move on. Uh, so before we did, we're gonna so we're gonna talk about Tom Wilson obviously tonight, and uh, I'm infuriated by it. I don't know what your opinion is on it. I'm not. You're I'm not, not that mad about it. No. Okay. But before we talk about that, uh, I want to talk about T.J. Oshie because he also had a night that night. And so T.J. Oshie's father, Tim Oshie, passed away Tuesday morning. Uh, Tim Oshie was diagnosed with Alzheimer's <clears throat> disease in 2012. He was nicknamed Coach, and his nickname was stickered onto the helmets of the players during Wednesday night's game in memory of him. Uh, TJ was able to win the Stanley Cup with his father in attendance back in 2018 and had a memorable tear-jerking interview. So uh, I don't think I could put it here, but uh, it was just an interview with him saying, like, uh, the interviewer was just like, is your father here? He goes, yep, he's here. And he just kind of breaking down, saying he's just he's having a hard time, like, remembering shit and as a son who like loves your father, you know, and everything, it, it's it's got to be difficult. It, it, you you could see it in his face. Like he he did the Stanley Cup for him, and uh, you know he's just like you know he might not even remember this, but it, it it's such a shit disease. It's, it is. It's it is. so bad. So you know we, our hearts go out to you, TJ, and uh, you know we're sorry for what happened. Uh, so. On that Wednesday night game, the TJ sorry TJ Oshie scored a hat trick for his father, which sent I said which sent fans on an emotional roller coaster with everything that happened that game. Dude, like I can't imagine what was going on in his mind. Like he was like, this game was for his father, yet th- in the game also it was just like everyone beating the shit out of each other because of what uh, uh sorry what the fuck uh, Tom Wilson did the other night. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's there's a lot to take in, but I think once you're on the ice ready to go. Excuse me. You've warmed up with the guys. You they're they're trying to distract him from it, obviously. Right. right. And once you're there, you got a job to do. You know. So right. you showed up for work. You're gonna have to do your job. Right. And right. He did clearly with the he, fucking oh, hat he trick, nailed you know? it. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So cool to see. it's uh yeah for sure. So do we want to jump right back right into it? Yeah. So it? I'll, I'll give you guys all the rundown of how this happened, what happened, and in the order it came in. So I'm mad about this, but. And we're going to talk about this. So, All right, so here's the Tom Wilson situation. On May 3rd, the Capitals versus Rangers. Tom Wilson punches Rangers' Pavel Buchnevich in the head as he was face down on the ice and then ragdolled, ragdolled Artemi Panarin, which would force him out injured for the remainder of the season. Wilson was fined the league maximum of $5,000 with no suspension given. Rangers responded with this comment, Matt, if you want to rifle that one off real quick. Oh, sorry about that, guys. And after the comment from the Rangers, both President John Davidson and GM Jeff Gordon were relieved of their position, and Chris Drury was put in their places. The Rangers were also hit with a $250,000 fine for their comment. 
So for the comment for from the New York Rangers, I'll I'll just read it verbatim here. So the New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these type of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions caused an injury to Artemi Panarin that would prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as dereliction of duty by NHL head of player safety, George Parra. Why, you know what I was saying? I was saying Georges uh, Laroc earlier. That's why I screwed this up. Dereliction. Like derelict. Dereliction. Yeah. Okay, I go. messed that one up. So George, George Paros. And believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. Now, I, like, it's a jab, but nothing crazy enough that says, hey, here's a $250,000 fine, and also you, both of you just, like, job. So 250k is a lot to us and to players. But to an organization like the New York Rangers, who have been around for over 100 years. Chump change? Chump change. That's yeah. uh, like when we see a player get whacked with the, what, $25,000 fine? Right. You know, I don't know. I, I, I just think when they're paying $82 million But to... they shouldn't be fined whatsoever. I love the fact that, like, they came out and they said what was on their mind and said, hey, listen, like... I do, too. I think the issue that they got was where they said the head of player safety is unfit to continue in his current role. You went after a specific NHL executive, right? you can't do that. Yeah. That's what it is. So I think, like, it's a whole department, and you singled out the one guy. Right. I think, I, I like that they said this, and I'm cool with it. I don't think that they should have been fined, I guess. I don't know. I see both sides of it, but. What about losing their jobs? Losing their jobs wasn't from the league. That was from the New York Rangers. Oh, they... They fired their own GM and president of hockey operations. And it was absolutely because of this, and they tried to flip the oh, script and sure. say that it was because of how the team performed this season. But it was a day after uh, they released this Yeah, team. yeah, it was way too It was way too close after yep. this that you're like, no, there's no way. But yeah, I think just the fact they call out George Paros himself and say he's unfit to continue in his current role, you're going to get whacked. Right. Like, that's what that is. So, to finish up this real quick, the Capitals and Rangers faced each other again two days later where we got to see old-time hockey right at the face-off. We would be seeing an NHL first six brawls in the first five minutes of the game. Just kept coming. And now we have Pavel Buchnevich and Anthony Mantha who are giving each other a hard time in the beginning of the second period where it ended with Buchnevich cross-checking Mantha right in the face, and that would give him a one-game suspension. I don't know, man. I just... So, we I don't know what we talking about first. We'll talk about the Buchnevich and Anthony Mata so we can get that out of the way. Okay. So, the game, if you watch the game, it was just, everyone was just Blood on mess. each other. It was Yeah, it was it was a fucking mess. And Buchnevich and Anthony Mata were pretty much on each other. Anthony Mata coming on the team, I'm trying to see it from his point of view, and, like, you're on the team, right? So you're you're saying, hey, I'm here for you. I'm going to defend this team. Like, it's what he's doing. He's doing it as a player. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm all with you. I'll, I'll fight the fucking shit out of these guys. But it did get to a point where it got too much, and that that Buchnevich hit, though, was just, like, it, he got him. Like, yeah, he came I think it was intentional. You know, it wasn't like I tried to cross-check him in the chest. No, it he was straight in the face. In the face. But... Mantha was poking the bear a bit, like chasing him around, hacking right. him, slashing him. Gave him a nice hit. Oh, yeah. I forgot who hit who on the boards, but that's what started it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for Buchnevich getting the one game. Yeah, me too. I'm you all know. for that. I think it's the right number, and I think 
right. first time, things like that. Now, if now if Tom Wilson got the five thousand dollar fine or just no fine at all, but at least like a one or two game suspension, does fucking any of this happen? No, no, it doesn't. No. Why would it? Exactly. I mean, there could be one fight, but it's not what it it wouldn't be what it was because now Panarin's out for the season because of what a Capitals player did. Right. So I could understand like a fight, but I, I don't I don't think obviously I don't think any of this would happen, you know? No, hell no. And I'm 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 so glad the Rangers came out the way they did to be honest cuz I'm like <clears throat> they're out of the playoffs. They're just out. And they, I guess their whole thing was, all right, now we're going to defend our team. We're going to defend our, our Tommy Panarin. And with you saying that they're out of the playoffs, the Caps are in the playoffs, so we can take something out of their pocket that they could use. Exactly. And uh, we're going to go into it, but Wilson ends up leaving the game with an upper body injury after right. I think he had three fighting majors. I'm not 100% on that. But he leaves the game with an upper body injury. That could affect them later on down the road. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, for sure. For sure. But, yeah. So It's I just... They went right after him. Like I, I just, I remember watching like the first face-off, and I don't know what the hell they were saying, but I, it might have been just like we're dropping the gloves. Like yeah, that's pretty much it. They it's... both put their lines out there. They knew it was going to happen. The coaches. Oh yeah. They put sure. out like even matchups too. It wasn't like one guy was jumping another guy. Right. You know. And uh, what's his name that uh, I thought I was going to talk about? Mike Mark Smith. Uh, shit, I can't remember. Um, can't remember his name from. Um, from the Rangers there. He went right after Tom Wilson. Brendan after, Smith, right? Is it Brendan Smith? I yeah, it's so. Brendan Smith. He got uh soon as like as soon as Tom Wilson hit that ice, like from the viewpoint. He like chased him down and oh dropped my God. the gloves, yeah. Beelined it right yeah. to him and just dropped the gloves. So <laughs> he's a player in so Tom I don't like Tom Wilson at all. I, he's just, there, Brad Marshawn. He is. But but worse, I would say. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I actually I agree with that. He's more of like a Matt Cook, right? Like He's, injuring people, and exactly. Shit. And someone brought up the Marshan slew foot. I'm like, yeah, he's he's done that. But compared to what um, Tom Wilson's done, I'm like, you can't compare. Like other than the slew foot, like like Marshan's suspension history is probably a third of Wilson's, third. if that. Yeah, you know, and he's just he's just dirty. Like they'll. Like the most recent one with the Brandon Kylo hit is. Just Do you want like, to actually dive into this page? Because that that's on here too. Okay, want to so want to go all yeah, want to go all with this? Okay, finish this and then we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, so which uh you want to go on like the whole page here? Whatever you got. Okay, so I guess I'll uh, you know what? Fuck it. I, I guess I'll read verbatim what I have. It's just notes, but I guess for everyone listening and we can really get this thing going. So. John Davidson, who's the president of the New York Rangers, I wrote down what he's done um, in his career so far as a president. So he became president for the Rangers back in 1920 season. In the two seasons, he's brought the Rangers from seventh or eighth place team to a fifth this season. Davidson was the president of the Blues back in 2006 to the 2012 season. Uh, where he got the team from a fifth-place team to a first and second place in the 2011 and 2012 seasons before signing with the Blue Jackets in the 2012-2019, where he brought the team to the playoffs four out of the seven years he was president there, which is the most that franchise has seen. It's a pretty sick resume. Right. That's great. Jeff Gorton, the GM, uh, was a GM for the New York Rangers for the past four seasons. He's been with the team longer, serving as a scout for one season and then the director of player personnel for the three seasons. Uh, Ge- no, I'm, I don't think I'm going to read that one. <laughs> I was yeah. mad about George Peros. So we'll talk about Tom Wilson's suspension history here. So September 17th, sorry, September 2017, he got two preseason games for a hit on Blues Robert Thomas. Which is from 
Uh, in the preseason, he it, had that hit. Yeah, probably preseason. Okay. Yep. Uh, October two, yeah, October two thousand seventeen. Four games for boarding Blues. Sammy Bly. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 2018, three playoff games for illegal check to the head to Zach Aston Reese of the Penguins. Uh, September 2018, initially got a 20-game suspension, but was brought down to 14 from an appeal for an illegal check to the head on Blues Oscar Sundquist. And then on March 2021, uh, he got a seven games for the hit to the head for the Bruins, Brandon Carlo. So, like, you get seven games for that. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like it just happened. You get seven games for that head that hit to Brandon Carlo, and then you come back and just pull the exact same shit again with just like Radon Panarin, and then him Bushnevich like on the ice, like face down the ice, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna sucker punch this guy. Like I, I, this is why I'm just not a fan of him at all. That's why this aggravated me. Uh, so Wilson's been in the league since 2013. He's played eight seasons, all with the Capitals. Uh, the Capitals will face Philly tonight, Friday, and I guarantee you uh, he'll be in the lineup. And probably when I edit this, uh, I'll have it up to see if he's actually in the lineup. Uh, George, per- what I found out, George Peros did not want to suspend Tom Wilson on his hit with Brandon Carlo, but Gary Bettman overruled that decision. Uh, with that said, his decisions are awful, and for some reason he's holding Wilson's hand and bailing him out. Uh, I love that the Rangers organization had the balls to come out and say what was on their mind. I wish more teams did this, and the fact that Bettman and the league took that and acted the way they did with the with a $250,000 fine is absolutely infuriating, uh, but we just talked about that. Uh, something needs to be done about Wilson and Paros. I, I don't know what, but also to add to this, but something different, Shane Gossespierre received a two-game suspension for pushing Penguins Freeman into the boards after an empty net goal this week. Freeman would be fined. Uh, sorry, Freeman would be fine, but the fact Freeman didn't get injured and Gosper got a two-game suspension, while Artemi Panarin is out for the remainder of the season, and Wilson got slapped with a measly fine, is ridiculous. All right, so this is what I have. Before we go into it, the the funniest part to me about all this was when after the six fights, both penalty boxes have six players in them, right. and the benches have eight each. Like they barely have enough guys to play fucking hockey now. Right. So funny. It looked like Men's League. They were able to joke. social distance for the first time. Also. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let me ask this. If Panarin is not injured at all on this altercation, you still want him suspended? I would want him suspended at least a game. For what? For Bushnevich. Okay. Okay. So I, I understand that. So now the thing that I think is Panarin needs to know who he's going after there in the scrum. You see all the guys are grouped together, and you're coming in to just take tie up your man and take your guy. Right. Tom Wilson isn't the guy that Artemi Panarin should be grabbing. Like, no, Artemi Panarin's when you saw guy. when you saw Artemi Panarin jump on Wilson, he he's jumped like on his back twice too. the size of him. So he grabs him from behind. So what Wilson does is he basically flips him over right. because he's Artemi Panarin. He's Wilson probably has arguably fifty pounds on Panarin. I would right. think. Oh, for sure. So it's I think it's partially on Panarin for even doing that. Doing that. But the fact that he couldn't. The problem with Tom Wilson though in that situation, he had him on the ice. Like he threw him down, but. Decided to keep like yeah. Did you see the scrum? Yeah, that's what that's what any guy would do. Watch any fight, and you'll see the guys that are tied, like actually tied up, not this new buddy buddy. Like, hey, you're my guy, holding hands, watching the fight. Like, the actual like tied up on the ice. You know, like don't don't touch me. You know, like I don't know. I don't I don't really see an issue with that. I think it's more on Panarin than on Wilson. And then the Buchnevich thing, it was scummy. Yes, Buchnevich wasn't hurt from it, and. I think I've seen other players do shit like that too mm-hmm. that haven't gotten suspended. But 
I don't know. You I think just, it's the fact that just Tom Wilson was the guy who did it. Yes, I think that's the issue. I think you could probably get away with one or two games for it. Also, I've talked before about injury versus no injury in the past where if you injure the guy and you intended to injure him, you're out for as long as he's out. He didn't intend to injure Panarin. He, he intended to fuck him up, right? but there's no intent to like murder the guy. You no. know what I mean? It's different with like the, the cheap shot on the Colorado player. Was it Colorado and Detroit, that rivalry back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's different there because that's clear intent to injure. Like, Wilson does what happens in fights and tied his guy up and took care of him. Now, the Buchnevich aspect of it, I do see that a little bit and his past history. I think one or two games, you would have solved a lot more problems than just a $5,000 fine. The the fact that $5,000 is the maximum, too, is a fucking joke. It, it is a the joke. The league minimum is $750,000. you going to take $5,000 That's, that's $5, not even a fucking slap on the wrist. We talk about chump change, and that's like, oh, fucking here you go. I'll do it again next game. That's 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 the type of shit. It's absurd. You going to do the math there? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, from a league minimum player salary, $5,000 is 0.006%. So that's almost half of a percent of his it's pay. fucking nothing. It's nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, uh, yeah, you're, uh, in that perspective it is ridiculous. I think he to- they totally could have resolved it by doing it. I don't think I don't think you should be upset with George Paros, but I understand why the Rangers are obsessed with uh, upset with George, George Paros. Paros. Because I think like a Brendan Shanahan would have said, "All right, look at his past history. Like he's got to get at least a game or two here." Right. Shanahan was strict as shit, though. Yeah, he was good. Strict. And yeah. I, I think it was good. I like that. Right. And I like the little videos that he did to recap every I loved incident. that. Those were I good. loved that. Because he would explain himself. Exactly. Whereas George Paros I haven't seen anything. He's not explaining himself. Mm-hmm. Whereas Brandon Shanahan, like, he would have shit there just like he didn't really agree with. But the fact that he was there would be like explaining the whole situation and as to why. Especially he'll break down as like, in this rule, this is why he's getting this suspension. Or this is why he's getting this fine. So he breaks it down. Whereas like... It's just George Paros just like being like, eh. and then you got the thing that says after Brandon after his hit with Brandon Carlo, which he lined Brandon Carlo's head up to the boards, just mm-hmm. lined him mm-hmm. up. And Paros for some reason is like, yeah, I don't want to suspend him. And even Bettman was just like, what? And I'm like, no, 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 we're overruling that shit. Hmm. That that one is interesting. I don't really so understand I, that. I, don't I know didn't much like on that either. at all. But yeah. Um. So, so we're both. Kind of different-minded on this. And now, wait. Go back and look at his past injuries. You still have those pages there? Yeah. I mean, sorry, past uh, suspensions. Past suspensions. Two preseason games for a hit on Blues' Robert Tarmus. Four games for boarding. Three games illegal check to the head. 20-game suspension brought down to 14, 14 for illegal, illegal check, check to, the to the head. Seven games for a hit to the head on Brandon Carlo. Right. None of this, this incident right now doesn't line up with any of that. This is, I threw a guy to the ground and I pushed, him pushed this guy's head. face to the ground. Right. That's not any of that. It's not an illegal check to the head. It's not boarding. So technically, like, you could suspend him, but you don't really need to. You know what I mean? It's not It's not a hit. It's not a cross-check to the face. It's not swinging a stick at someone. Right, but you think after you'd come back from the seven-game suspension, like, oh, like... It's been May, right? So it's a been year. like a, It's been like a month. Oh, oh, a month. It's been like a month. That happened this year? It happened this year. I don't so re- you I think, don't like, that. after a month, huh. he'd, the like, especially... After coming back, <laughs> right? You think he'd come back and be like, "Hey, listen, just you know, watch no. yourself." He's like Marshawn. Marshawn like, doesn't do that. Marshawn, yeah. Marshawn has now, right. and Wilson arguably could the way that he plays, but he could be like Marshawn was a few years ago. Like maybe they're on the same trajectory. Maybe Wilson is going to clean it up eventually, but maybe. But I don't know. how long does he have to be in the league? He's already here for eight seasons. Uh, he's that good. He's the top line player on the Washington Capitals. Arguably one of the best players, one of the best teams in the league, mm-hmm. and arguably one of the top. Arguably one of the top. Yeah. What do you think? Like top thirty players in the league? 
I think he would oh, make that. Oh, he could throw Yeah, top 30 for sure. Yeah. I'd throw and, him up there. And, I mean, he could be around for eight more years. And I, I don't – so, I again, I hate Tom Wilson, but I don't sit there – this aggravated me. But there's a lot of shit that Wilson's done that, like, I got I a lot of times I sit there with open mind that just like, all right, how did the play happen? Like, um, was it? No, I'm thinking something else. Uh, it was Tom Wilson though, but I can't remember the game. And I think it was last season because all I can think of is Vancouver Canucks. But someone like fell, like kind of leaned, and but Tom Wilson was like already ready to just like, you know, he was so mm-hmm. close, and he just got him in the head. But like in that situation, just like it, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional. He was already lining the hit. He was up already lining up. Tom Wilson's a fucking big dude. Like it's like Chara too. Like in a way, because Chara's a fucking huge dude and can ragdoll anyone. Like it's difficult for a player of that caliber to like line someone up in a way that just like it might not hurt him. Yeah, so know? that's what I mean. Like n- neither of these things were like that. It was right. you're on the ground right in front of me. You like when I fucking whitewash you in the goal crease? How about that? Right. And then it's I threw you to the ice and you got hurt. That's on you. It's like why did um, you touch me? Bruno <laughs> Chara, who's who did he run into the boards? Remember fucking Montreal was like calling was, the cops on him. Yeah, it was the Montreal player. They he actually broke his vertebra and got stretched off the ice. And I uh, I think he always wore like one of the 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 chest plates or something. Not chest plates, a little neck guard kind oh, of thing, yeah, yeah, like yeah. almost like a sweater vest. Right. I'll try and figure out who that player was while you. Yeah. So he like Chara's just a big dude man like he can probably lift me up with like his one hand it's just it was uh max patch already max patch already and and he the way the, that hit looked it just he rode the boards exactly with him. and that that wasn't right i don't think but no. I, char obviously didn't mean to do that he did want to fuck the dude up using oh, yeah. the boards which but, is but when you're like well, that size and like you're that strong it, it's plays like that it just like i don't know if it's just out of his control or just no, like that, that it was just, that it was, was in control and he meant up. to do that i think you think so? Yeah, when I watched that video, like he, like you said, he rides him into the boards, and he's like, "Here comes the fucking pole, eat shit." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean season. to kill the guy and break his neck, right, but he right, meant right. to fuck him up. Right, right, you know? right. That's rough. But I, again, I'm just saying, like bigger players compared to like if you're a big guy, like six five, and you're playing like these, playing like the. That's not an excuse to me anymore because now it's if you see the numbers you ease up and that's it. Right. Doesn't matter how big you are, like you see the numbers you ease up. You got a good point. And then the game, I don't know, man. It's just I, I try to take everything into consideration, uh, like again with like big players and small players and shit. But I don't know, like I like a lot of times like I'll see uh, Tom Wilson hit and I'll be like, oh that piece of shit. But then like I'll rewatch it and I'm like, yeah, eh, no, nah, he's he's good. Yeah, I yeah. Just, I just hate it that he's Tom Wilson. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's just the same shit. That's with, what I, it's the same shit with me and like Matthew Kachuk. Remember you're like, why yeah. do you hate Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk? I'm like, is, my issue was is that you were ripping on Brady Kachuk. I'm like, Brady's the man, dude. He didn't he doesn't do the same shit Matthew does. Matthew pisses my day off too. No, you're thinking about Brady because Matthew Kachuk's the uh, good one. Brady Kachuk's the piece of shit. No, Brady Kachuk is on the Senators. He's the man. He's boy. Oh, that's my right. Jimmy Why do I keep fucking this one up? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, and he's laughing at him. Across yeah. The, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and you're like, what do you hate him? I'm like, because of the Kachuk name. <laughs> I've I've totally changed my mind. It was since so funny. That Brady's the man, dude. You, I was like, why do you hate him? You're like, uh, his name's Kachuk. I don't know. I'm like, sick. Right? <laughs> he's related to Brady and Matthew Kachuk. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Uh, but it's funny because this week, man, with after this hit, it's been like one of the most talked about things. Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. I've had people at work come up to me, especially my engineer. Uh, we just we've been talking about this since, and he's just like, 
it, it, it's just like a huge topic of conversation, and everyone has the different opinions. Like everyone's split. You go online and like Tom Wilson. Has I don't think they're fans. split, man. I think it's Caps fans versus the rest of the world, dude. <laughs> they're the only ones sticking up for Tom Wilson. You might be right with that. I think so, because there's a huge amount of people that are like Tom Wilson. You go and then like they. And they give me like the crybaby face to everyone, like bitching and moaning, whereas everyone else is just like fucking Tom Wilson. What were the memes but I sent you, dude? The, the one was like Tom Wilson shows up to the arena with a gun, shoots all the players on I the opposing team's bench. I didn't he understand. Then proceeds that. to kill his own team. Caps fans living in your head rent free, though. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so I don't know. Just it it it, it is what it is. Like that's all this breaks down to it. it. It is what it is. Everything happened, and that's it. We gotta just take it from here. Rangers aren't gonna be in the playoffs. The Capitals are. Get it's, fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Panera comes back. You know he's he's good. Um, I did hear that um, Ovechkin, who's out, and um, Tom Wilson called Panarin. Uh, oh really? I didn't hear this. Just to check how he was. Uh, but it's so funny because like oh, when I was aggravated, when I was aggravated typing this shit, and I was reading that, I'm like, he's just doing that to look good. But I'm like, he probably, he probably not. He's probably this yeah, fucking great guy. That's what like, I mean. He hey man, it was like it was probably he didn't like intend to injure. Him, no, it was know? probably like in the moment shit, and he's like, oh fuck. Like, yeah. I mean, he didn't intend to injure him. My thing at first was like, maybe the Rangers are just saying Panarin's gonna be out for the season, and then he's coming back like a couple games before playoffs. But they're out of the playoffs, so. I mean, realistically, what he missed two games. Right. I think that happened on their fifty-fourth game of the season. They got two games left. Like, I'd be if I was Panarin too. I'd be like, "Fuck that! I'm not coming back." (laughs) I love the reactions to some of these guys. Like Sean Avery had, I had to rewatch his like a few times to understand. I can't stand him. He's such a fucking piece of shit. (laughs) So annoying, dude. (laughs) You're right. But I had to. You parked in the bike lane. Oh my god, I remember that. Sick. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Stay parked. That was like his thing. I'm like, you're a fucking NHLer and you have to fucking ride your bike across New York. (laughs) Fucking solid, buddy. Good job. Well, the issue is he could pay for the Uber, but it would take him twice as long than riding the bike. Oh god. It's New York City. Oh yeah. Uh, Anyway, he had a. He came out with a video that was just explaining to Tom Wilson, and he goes, what would I do if I was still in the NHL? I'm like, you'd probably still be fucking, like, doing the matcha band in front of, like, every fucking goal. Well, he was right. I mean, the way... That was, like, the one video I agreed with him, because he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I gotta... You, if I were them, I would send a message and run their goalie. Like, right. you he can't goes, hit... I wouldn't, I wouldn't run Tom Wilson. I would run someone else on the team that's, like, valuable. Yeah, and be because like, that's hey, what they took. Keep pulling this shit, and there's gonna be another player that you care about that's gonna be fucking getting yep. out of here. And... The Capitals are honestly lucky that that's not what they did. Right. They did the the line brawl. Wilson's out with upper body injury. We'll see how long right. he's out. But it's just so funny that Sean Avery picked the goalie because I'm like that's just his thing. But he was right. He was he was like dead on. Where just like that makes sense. Like the one way to get Tom Wilson to stop doing this shit is to say, hey, like. You keep doing it, but we're not going to go after you. We're going to go after your teammates, mm-hmm. and it's just not going to stop until you stop. Yeah, exactly. So that's I actually agreed with him a lot on that. And that's why I had to watch. I it think a it's few still times, like a piece like, of shit scumbag move to it, it be is. out there in the open and be like, "I want to kill the goalie." <laughs> <laughs> like straightforward. He goes, "Knock his block." He's off. like Holpe or whoever's on the team. I'm like, "Are you watching like the league at all whatsoever?" He's not, he goes, "I'm going to run him." That's funny. but uh, And then um, I love Georges Laroque. He didn't come out with a uh, video, but he came out with a tweet that says, hey, Rangers, sign me for, like, one game, and I'll take care of this Wilson guy. I'm like, yeah, you will. Georges Laroque is fucking <laughs> – Even now? Dude, he'll kill it. Like, um, I, I watched a Vice um, 
I watched a Vice thing about this Quebec league that's just pretty much all fucking fighting. Actually, you want to talk so I can, like, find what Quebec it is? Quebec league that's all fighting? Oh, what is it, goon? all fighting. It's, like, pretty much all goon, yeah. Um, George LaRock, born 1976. Let's see how old that makes him. 24 and 21 is 55. You think he would be in the he, – he would go to the NHL and fight at 55 and beat Tom Wilson up? I mean, it is George LaRock, but 55 years old, man, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. It's called. I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen, but I don't think he would win if he was there. Right. I think he's just trying to get his 10 seconds of fame again. So I it won't tell me what it is, but it's called the LNAH. NL. Sorry, fuck me. LNAH, if you want to look that yeah, up. It it's the toughest league in the world, where the, whereas the NHL average around 0.3 fights per game. LNAH audience are traded to more than four poor four fight sorry four fights per game with no shortage of bench clearing brawls fan fights and of course poutine. Oh, they they um they renamed it. It used to be NAHL, the North American Hockey League. Solid. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, they founded in 1996. Holy shit! George Laroque was in there. Founded as the Quebec Semi Pro Hockey League. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's leagues like that now. I, w- I do I do want to go to a game. <laughs> I saw that vice and I'm like, I want to go. I wouldn't mind going up to those Quebec. leagues aren't going to last in like no, 10, 20 years because you can't. I'm end just saying up, as a fan, you can't end up making a career out of it in the NHL and Fuck make no. actual money. Like Fuck you can, no. you have to be able to play now too. No, these these guys are fucked because like they're just fighters and like they're they're showing up in like their old like 90s like Toyotas coming to like the games. So they're not getting the paid, but like they they just want to play hockey and fight. But these guys are like before games. I'm sure tour it all. We just talked about. I'm sure that's fucking. They're shooting themselves up with that. And then guys were just like, uh, they're showing in the vice that like some guys were like just getting like their backs like realigned before the game. Like their noses were broken, so like they're realigning their noses and everything. It's it's just one of those leagues. But I I do want to go to at least one game. But I don't know. I mean, that just sounds like New England senior to me. (laughs) You could come to a game. The league folded. You could come to a game next Wednesday. Oh, yeah, they folded. Folded. That's how out of the loop I am now. (laughs) Haven't been on the ice in a fucking year and a half. Getting close to it, buddy. I'm getting my second vaccine in two weeks. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from tomorrow. And then yours is next week, right? Next Saturday? Beautiful. And then I'll be taking this bad boy. Someone texted me. I'm starting to get texts again. Someone texts me, he goes, hey, uh, I'll read verbatim what he said. I have no idea who this is. So welcome to being a goalie because I get random tech, like random numbers saying, hi, Matt, I got your number from PPHL rep. I'm like, who? What? PPHL was MAHL, so they just passed Oh, number. so I just passed. Okay. Yeah. He goes, any chance you can play tonight, uh, 10-10 in Rockland? I'm like, so. Someone I'm, was offering 40 bucks, dude. I almost went and did it. Holy shit, really? Yeah. So it was funny because I was like, I've been wanting to play so fucking bad. And if I said yes, I was looking at my bag. I'm like, I don't have my mask. Like, you I could have stopped here. You, you know where the key is, and yeah, you just walk in. Like, we're gonna be here. Luna will be here. I'm wa- Emma's I'm- here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm know? just. I- I'm gonna wait for the vaccine yeah. and then get back into it. But uh, with that said, you want to take us off? Yeah. What do you got for a shot? I got fireball, buddy. So uh, we're going through your our stuff, and I realized I have three fireball shots. I don't know why the hell I have them. You have classic the- Matt. I'm sniffing it. 99 espresso coffee. This is going to be so oh, fucking Oh, dude, the 99 bananas was so strong last week. Dude, 
you've been giving me shit this whole time. I think it's finally my. my it, it's turn. absolutely it, it's your my turn. town. It's absolutely like, your turn. Fucking grow up. Have you ever had a hundred proof vodka? Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. So yeah, it's not good. This is ninety nine proof, dude. <laughs> uh, my cousins, uh, I have four cousins who were adopted from Russia, and years ago. Uh, they went to my aunt and uncle. They went to Russia. I can't remember what for. I think they needed paperwork or some shit. And they came back and they brought two balls of, you know, Russian vodka with them, like 100 fucking proof. So me and two my uncles and my brother and my cousin Tim all took a shot. And holy shit, it is like gasoline, Dude, diesel. Have you ever fuel. had um, the Scorpion Bowl with the 151 rum in the middle? No. So I've had it a few times. So you know what a Scorpion Bowl looks like? Yep. It kind of looks like that. For people who don't know, that like bunt cake like dish, and mm. then the center of it, there's room for a shot. So they put 151 rum, which is 151 proof, which is quick math 75 and a half percent alcohol, which is almost 100 <laughs> percent clearly. And it's like basically such pure alcohol, you can literally they light it for you. It's lit, lit it's on, on fire. fire. So the center of the scorpion bowl is on fire. I've seen it. Yeah, I've had it. It's awesome. It. It's so funny. Uh, Cathay Pacific. Scorpion bowls are so good, dude. I want a scorpion bowl right now. I was just thinking I'm about ramped that. up, dude. Fucking ready, ready to go. go. <laughs> Not after this espresso show. I'm gonna say I don't want alcohol for a couple of weeks. <laughs> We're gonna find. I out, picked buddy. the worst one, man. You've, you're the one who wanted this shit. No, this flavor. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought banana was gonna be good, but that fucking hurt your ass. I might have to start mixing these into something <laughs> and just get new nips. <laughs> Christ, fireball. That's like me and uh, Bombay. So making fun of me, he's drinking fireball, fucking guy. Hey, I, I said I was gonna get something better, and I did. Now you're the one that's gonna be hurting. So cheers, buddy. I had a pretty rough hangover last week too from this. <laughs> All right, cheers. cheers. Oh, so much better. No, it's good. Is that like you can feel it hit like your soul? Because I have it's eight thirty at night. And I haven't eaten a single thing today. We're earlier than usual, too. This is nice. Yeah, this is nice and early. Oh, my God. You were fucking I chased it. That. I chased it with the mango, dude. It's such a bad flavor. Coffee and mango. Dude, your face is red. <laughs> You're trying so as hard. As red as my like, shirt, dude. This. I'm going to throw this one at the camera, too. You fucking hit the camera. I swear to God. I'm not going to throw the it at the one camera. camera we have. All right. But... You want to get? Want to send us off? Yes, sir. Thanks everyone for listening. If there's anything you want to see us cover next episode, let us know. Our links are in the description, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, guys. Peace. See you next week. <laughs>